0: Would you like to do a cast Yeah, we can do that.
1: Because now I've now I've messed about for like half an hour, four minutes. I've I've decided I'm ready. So have you? Yeah. <laughs> well. So you know, unless there's any messing about you'd like to do.
0: No, I'm good, thanks, Chuck. I'm okay. pretty much kind of, yeah. Today I'm just kind of in a, a sort of a a sit and contemplating mood rather than a zoomy about messy about mood.
1: I thought you were going to say you were just kind of inert.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty inert at the moment, to be fair. (laughs) I've got my nice comfy seat. I've got my cushion. I've got my little blanket around my shoulders because it's warmer that way. I've got my mug of coffee. I've got my embers going on. I've got all the lovely listeners around the virtual campfire. Hello, lovely listeners. Hello, lovely listeners.
1: Welcome to the virtual camp... I'm sorry, I'm doing your bit. No, no, do it. Do it, do it. Welcome around the virtual campfire. Um... Do you want to do the next bit? No,
0: you go ahead. Am I? Yeah.
1: Uh, for this, our one hundred and third—that's zero three'd—episode of Frithcast, featuring Suzanne. Hi. Who is awesome? <laughs> um. I mean, I think you are. Thanks. I am a bit biased,
0: admittedly. Nice vote of confidence. I like it.
1: But you know, I—I I personally think, uh, I personally think she's rather awesome. <clears throat> Um, and she is a heathen with a head full of all sorts of stuff, some of which is about heathenry. Yes. We'll uh, that, yeah. And, and ancillary knowledge.
0: There's a lot of silly knowledge. Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yes, in essence, correct. Welcome around the virtual campfire. Pull up a log. Warm your knees. Grab a mug of a hot drink of choice and join us. Join myself, Suzanne Martin, and my beloved wife, Kate, who I will introduce as a coffee-powered druid. Which is not inaccurate. It is not.
1: On any score. I have a coffee here, in fact. This is good. You've probably heard it. Sorry about that, listeners. <laughs> you might have heard it. Kate's I'm un- coffee goes clink. What can I say? I'm unprofessional. <laughs> if we were if we were doing this professionally, we'd be in a we'd be in a proper studio with soundproofed walls, like eggbox stuff. I've probably said this before. Eggbox stuff all over the walls, and you wouldn't be able to hear me drinking my coffee because they wouldn't let me. No. But we're not professional. Thank the gods.
0: We are so far from professional. <laughs> it's real. So I can. Well, in we, fact, <laughs> we kind of figured that that's the way you quite like it, lovely listeners. Well, so we're just going to see here. Uh, and I have a cuppa with you. I can, in and fact,
1: sit here, drink my coffee. Not an egg box in sight. No. And 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 uh, we'll just edit the worst bits out at the end. It's pretty much what we do. To be fair, basically. Yeah. So what are we talking about? Oh, do you want to do music? Yeah, we'll do that. We'll put some
0: music in here, shall we? About here. Okay. Okay. Do you
1: want to talk through it or just? It's not like we haven't done that before. It's true. I mean, like, I kind of feel like, you know, we ought to give it a minute just to,
0: just I'm to sort, sort of settle the Have the museum, yeah. as if it's ours. You it's know. not, but we've been using it for like four years, so yeah, it's kind of familiar. I think mean, we've sort of... I
1: think mean, we've... have sort of fairly effectively
0: nicked it at this point. Long-term loan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long-term loan. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, probably finished by now. Mm-hmm. Not the loan. I mean the, the playing of the music.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Do you reckon? I reckon. So in that case, we better bank the fire up a wee bit.
1: I was gonna. I was gonna do banking the fire up noises, but I don't know what sort of, sort of like crunch, 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 isn't it? yeah crunch hiss crunch, crunch
0: crunch hissy sparky noise hiss
1: crackle crackle hiss stick crunch, another crunch. log
0: on the back because it might get a wee bit cold another log episode. yeah
1: right i can do like hee,
0: fling yeah. boom, crackle,
1: crackle 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 again It's pretty good that's basically throwing log on the fire noises, isn't it
0: yeah you it's see as
1: good as it gets really you see again if i thought it through i'd have kept quiet and just put sound effects in afterwards much better when we do our own sound effects i suppose it is really it's more authentic that way um anyway here we are and normally we make it a habit to talk about something yes so i'm guessing you being like all organized and knowing what you're doing and everything i'm guessing that you're probably gonna have an idea what we're talking about tonight
0: i do have an idea about what I'd like to talk about, whether it's what we end up talking about, <laughs> a different thing. Lovely listeners, you know, we go off on tangents. Like, I, uh, yeah, you know, we do that. I mean, I we did just watch a really good episode of Agents of Shield, so we did. But let's start with where we're starting, and then see where it goes from there. Okay. Okay. So, Agents of Shield, then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Son of cool. yay oh my heart Oh, Um, fabulous so what I wanted to talk about in this episode it's been a little while now since we've done a rune spotlight episode if you like sort of meanderings and thoughts about one rune in particular Mm -hmm. and so I wanted to do a rune that's been on my mind recently and maybe Talk about it a bit, see where it goes. Okay. Okay. And the rune in question is? The rune I want to look at tonight uh, probably needs a little bit of background. So we are in the end of March 2021. That's right. Sorry, circular time messes with your brain when you're (laughs) on caffeine and the clocks have just done an hour doing something or other. And you're like, oh, for goodness sake.
1: Your physical, non-spiritual reality. Oh, is currently really twenty twenty one. Thanks. Okay. A D twenty twenty
0: one. case. So I'm in mean, A D twenty twenty one. Okay. Right. Murder hornets have happened already. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> know where I am. <laughs> have you stocked
1: up on loo roll? Yeah. No, we did that bit.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we're at the end of March twenty twenty one, and for the last. Just over the last year, we have had a global pandemic. We have. A global natural disaster. Yeah. Essentially. That each country has been. Fair term. Trying to handle in their own specific ways, some of which have been more successful than others.
1: Yes. Uh, I mean, we're not going to obviously name any names, but I can think of a country not a million miles away from where we sit mm-hmm. or indeed any miles away from where we sit. Yes. Didn't do terribly well. No, we didn't. We're still considerably more locked down than a lot of countries are. We are. Um, but yes, please, go on. I'm, I'm not going to start getting <clears> on <throat> a political soapbox.
0: No. Well, the news has come through in the last what, a day or so mm-hmm. that the safety restrictions that have been increasingly severe and put in place, in theory, for people to follow, mm-hmm. and now starting to. to be amended and relaxed, hmm. in anticipation that they can be fully relaxed in stages. Yes. The reason I'm saying all of this is because the people around the virtual campfire with us will have had different experiences, either you'll have a different experiences in the county where you live in the UK or you'll be in a different country whatsoever mm-hmm. and you will have had a completely different experience to the one we've had in the UK. Yeah. Especially in the middle of Derbyshire in the UK where the rates have gone goodness knows what mm. and done all manner of strange, strange county-based things. There's been quite a lot
1: of uh, local variation, let's say, in yes. the UK. Yeah. yeah, especially in Especially in England.
0: So for all our word, worldwide listeners, lovely, lovely listeners around the world, their experiences, experiences of pandemic may vary. Yes, <laughs> this is true. But this is a rune which signals that those sort of periods of um, same and then change. Okay. And this is uh, the Issa rune. Isa. Issa. Issa. So this is the third rune in the second et. Uh-huh. This is one that I know as, as one of the big three. Right. Turns out oracular castings, it's like somebody you know, banging a gong while you're reading it because you're just like, oh, okay, that's what's there. Okay. It can be very, very loud, very insistent, very clear when it comes through in oracular readings. If you're doing bind rune work... If you're drawing any other rune, Issa is in there. I was going to say, when you... You draw a
1: vertical line. The second you said bind (laughs) rune, I thought... Yeah. I mean, I can only think of two? Three, if you can... There's that one where it's got, like, two interlocking chevrons. Ingus, yeah. Kenaz. There's, There's the one that's... Oh, no, hang on, I've thought of another one. There's the one that's uh, like a diamond, but sometimes it has. Sometimes it's like one cross on top of another cross.
0: Yeah, Yera is another one that doesn't have Isa in it. There's Gibo, yeah.
1: G, yeah. Gibo, Gibo. See, I have to do. I have to do them with just what they
0: sound like. So G. Yeah. G. Yeah, yeah. So Issa, the rune Issa, is essentially a vertical mark. Hmm. A straight line vertical mark looks like an icicle no frills no frills no messing vertical thing and Issa has been on my mind lately and probably will continue to be because the rune poem verses describe that it's ice is very pretty to look at it's it glistens it's very shiny it's very beautiful mm. don't put your feet on it i agree it's gorgeous because it's not safe to walk on. <laughs> you can look at it from yep. a distance in the warm and that's fine. But don't be putting your weight on it. Mm-hmm. Don't be trusting it to carry you because it won't. Mm. You can slip on it if it's on pathways or in fields or over watercourses and you're you're doing your thing and trying to cross it.
1: You can. It can be very, very nasty if you walk on, on it and there's only water underneath you.
0: Yeah. Not, not a good thought. That can be exceptionally bad.
1: On the other hand, it can be magnificently, stunningly beautiful. It really can. It can make, as you say, it can make little crystalline sparklies on the, on the, on the, on the edges of trees and things. Yeah, you frost on your windows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those beautiful fern patterns you get on your windows.
0: Mm. It's, it's
1: more of a nuisance when they're on your car. Yeah. Because obviously you want to go out somewhere, and I mean, you may have window heaters, so it may not be your, your, yeah, your issue. Yeah, but then you've got
0: to stay outside the car for <clears throat> a few minutes where it's cold yeah. and scrape it all off with a credit card because you can't find your ice scraper. You see, and, I, and, 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 and our car doesn't have
1: window heaters, so I mean, it's got one on the back. But, yeah. You know, none of this windscreen stuff. No. This clever windscreen stuff. So, yeah, it's a bit of a nuisance then, but. Um, Also, um, and I'm I'm just going to throw this in as well. I I gather that I mean they they probably have these all over the place in sort of more northerly latitudes. Uh, I'm fairly sure. Isn't there a hotel somewhere in is it Norway or somewhere where you can go and stay in a hotel that's made of ice? Ice hotel. Yeah, I think so. Sweden. But there's also it may be Sweden.
0: Yeah.
1: I'll look it up. But there's also a um, or there used to be at the top. Of the Jungfrau mountain in Switzerland. Mm. There is a railway station.
0: Of course there is.
1: Of all places. A railway station. A railway station. And it's called the Jungfrau Joch, And at the top, and it's something like, sort of something magnificent, like 30,000 feet up. I don't know exactly how high it is, but it's very, very high, all the same. You've got the Eiger there, and you've got the Jungfrau there, and you've got this sort of... It's kind of like dip in between them, uh-huh. and this mountain goes up. Actually, the ins- this railway goes up the inside of the Iger uh, and the Jungfrau, and it comes out at the top. There's a railway station. There's a big restaurant, or uh, used to used to be years and years ago. And there's a uh, an ice museum thing, like an ice exhibition, and it's all these statues carved out of ice and like wow. eagles and things. It's absolutely beautiful. And they they used to keep it there all year round because it's obviously it's, it's glacial up there, you know. Mm. I mean, whether or not it's still glacial up there, I don't know. No. But, you know, I guess that's something they're going to have to deal with at some stage. But...
0: Yeah, and I guess that brings into consideration where I was thinking of this this rune and the situation that we are now facing with lockdown lifting is that the rune... Says that that ice can last, mm. but it will then turn to. It can be very, very deadly in that its ice form, but then it turns to water. Yeah. And things change, but they change in their proper time, and that it makes me think of COVID mm. and what it's done to the global population and how countries have reacted to it. Yeah.
1: Everything shut down and had to just sit stop and, and hung, wait, hunker down and wait for it to yeah
0: and. You know, with you saying that about global warming and Mm. ice, glaciers melting where we would have had full glaciers 40 years ago. We've now just got an empty valley. Mm. Is it the same with, you know, what's climate change done in the last year? Mm. Is that changing and starting to reverse the effects that the human race is having on it?
1: It'd be interesting to know. I mean, I can't help but think back to, especially given recent events in Iceland... Um, with the... Um, volcano. The volcano eruption. Mm. Uh, can't help thinking back a decade to... Um, it's hard to believe it's a decade, isn't it?
0: Yeah. That's just weird things to my brain. Thanks.
1: There was a very... Um,
0: was that the Ash Heavy?
1: Yes. Very spectacular expansion. eruption in 2010. Mm. I think it was 2010. Um, of a volcano which... <clears throat> Um, I can't actually re- remember the name of it. Um, but this volcano kind of exploded mm. and sent ash, masses, millions and millions of tons of ash into the atmosphere. Um, grounded all flights going over the North Atlantic.
0: Icelandic space, yeah. Uh,
1: anywhere near Iceland at all. And you were getting ash falling. You know, in in sort of southern Europe, it was it was just chaos. Um, and obviously, if that had got into got into engines, jet jet engines and stuff, mm. that would have been very very bad news. Uh, so they grounded all the flights. So there was nobody flying, all shut down. And after that, they looked at the carbon content of the atmosphere, and they actually were able to to, to say, okay, well, this is the effect that these things are having.
0: Mm. So yeah, this. This ice rune has been on my mind Hmm. about how situations that we find ourselves in and we find that we want to move just for the sake of moving because we are so cheesed off with staying still. Yeah. We are so, you see it in the news that people are so frustrated Mm -hmm. with the restrictions of COVID that they will get together and get a party going, especially like the freshers fairs at universities. Yeah. Back in September, they were trying to get secret parties going or have lockdown pubs where people could just go for a pint and sit down without a mask on because they just wanted Mm. that situation to change. And, I mean, as I do, Mm.
1: I want the situation to change, but unfortunately, until it actually does, it's...
0: So it kind of... ESA reminds me of that. Mm. That kind of situation that will resolve in its time yeah but not through anything that we do to try and affect it (laughs) in a way not through anything that we can immediately walk up to a wall and flick a switch and it will all change yeah it has to resolve in its own time with its own way and now i think with the lockdowns kind of easing in Britain for whatever it is the second third fourth time they've tried to ease the lockdowns this is the
1: third lockdown we've had
0: third lockdown we've there, had yeah. so and it kind of it reminds me very much of how that rune feels to me mm. that it's a glacier yeah it's a a bigger cycle than i as an individual can affect yeah but then that brings into weird an Orlog, and if enough people work towards affecting it, can they affect it? If enough people work towards finding a vaccine and then having a distribution system for that vaccine and then having a very orderly way of vaccinating the most vulnerable people in the population first, is that enough to affect that larger event? So maybe maybe it's a large event that one person cannot automatically influence the outcome of mm. people working together as a collective
1: it's yeah I mean it, it's certainly the thing you, I, I suppose it's I suppose it depends on the scale I mean if you're quite a lot of the, the situations that humans will face that kind of lock us in place mm. and I think this is the this is sort of the theme of Issa isn't it It's it's the fact that something out of your control preventing you from moving i mean obviously i'm 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 thinking of it while we're talking about it here i'm thinking of it in divinatory terms and i don't claim any expertise in Mm. in in divining by runes that's not my you know that's not not my tradition and i don't uh, i don't want to speak as though i know what i'm talking about
0: oh you you know enough to be able to speak (laughs) speak on it i think but you're right it's a a larger event that one one person may be able to affect but in conjunction with others in yeah. the case of Covid but in the case of things like we're also just coming out of winter and coming into springtime mm. here in the northern hemisphere the end of March signals sort of warm rains and the primroses are already out some of the daffodils are starting to come out which is really beautiful to see it it is gorgeous isn't it I actually went out um, earlier on
1: I've been I've been in, in the house um, sitting at a computer all day um, and I actually went out, and it was warm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was twenty degrees today. Yeah. And I I'm was just like, where, where did, where did twenty degrees come from? I know. <laughs> it's like I'm continually surprised by the weather. Not like it hasn't done it forty odd cycles for me. Yeah. And I'm still continually surprised by what the weather does. <laughs> it always. <laughs> and what nature does.
1: It always throws me when we get to when you get to the the, the the sort of the equinoxes and you end up with that, you end up noticing that the days are the different lengths mm. and it's like, oh yeah, it's, it's tea time and it's already dark. Yeah. Or, you know, oh, cracky, it's four o'clock in the morning and it's daylight already.
0: You're like, no, no, not four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no, it's 10 PM and why is the sun still up? Yeah.
1: And as you say, I mean, I've, I've, I've done this, 40 times if you count both directions mm. 80 times if you count it in you know each 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 direction separately um and it still catches me by surprise yeah
0: <laughs> it does so even i don't know maybe Issa sort of counsels being caught by surprise and watching being mindful of uh nature mm. in a way being mindful of what it is, what it does when it's doing it, and just being in that perpetual state of surprise. Yeah.
1: I suppose <clears throat> I suppose that one of the key values to it would be um, the ability to... What is it when... I think Terry Pratchett describes one of his characters, Granny Weatherwax, he says I just remember the remember the sentence saying that Granny had the cat like ability to do nothing when there was nothing to do. Mm. Um, and this <laughs> is what this is this is what tends to come to me when you were talking about you so then is 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 we we hit these situations where you know yeah I mean in in the sense of in the in the case of COVID yes there are things that we need to do to try to keep each other safe mm. you know we need to wear the masks we need yes. to wash our hands we need to keep the distance and all that kind of stuff and that is something to do. But in terms of you know these generic sort of situations where here is a thing that is out of your control, there is really nothing you can do but wait. Yeah. Learn the ability to wait.
0: Yes. You that's know? that's what Isa says to me, and it says, yes, learn the ability to wait, but also learn the ability to recognize that you want to move, but don't move just because it means you're moving. Hmm. Don't go pogo sticking out on a glacier, it will not end well. Because you'll just slip on the ice. Yeah, Yeah. because you will just slip on the ice. Mm. So better to plan what you can do when you can move in this planning time now. Mm. And for me, yeah, it's having that, yes, it's an enforced period of waiting. It's an enforced period of working from home. Mm. But when that lifts, so you're going to be able to turn around to your boss and say... Actually, I quite like working from home, and I've proved I can do it. Can I work from home, please? I fully intend to say that yeah. to my boss. Yes. <laughs> or it's you know the enforced waiting that you have to do if you buy a house, mm. or the enforced you know is that enforced wait there for a reason? Yes, it's frustrating. Yes, it's you know you think oh for goodness sake if I could just get everybody in a line I could go right here's the paperwork take it to you you stamp it here's the paperwork I pick it up from you. I take it to the next person in the line. They sign it. They check it over. They stamp it. And so on and so on and so on. Down the line. Job done. Why is it taking me like three months to do this paperwork? Why can't I just do it in like a day? I can come and pick it up from you. Take it to the next person. Wait with them till they sign it and just take it down the line. But it's that process of things being done in their time. Mm. And yeah, Issa counsels me to learn the art of patience and I tend to Want to sit in the corner and grumble when it says no? You've got to learn the art. Of patience. I, don't, I don't want to learn the art of patience. I want to get on with it?
1: I suppose. Yes. I, mean, I suppose. Looking at it like that, yeah. Like I say, there's there's value in being able to sit and wait patiently for something that you can't bring on any faster. Yes. But yes, I suppose there is also the there is the value in learning to use the time that you have to plan.
0: Mm.
1: So to work out, yeah. To to work out where things are what things are going to look like when the ice melts and... yeah
0: what's the first thing you're going to do when you get the key for moving mm. you're in a hospital and you're recovering from a big broken bone mm. yes you can lie there and try and increase your recovery by trying to get up and moving around but in the end it's only going to damage yeah further and slow your recovery down further yeah so do you then use that time in a different way even though it's kind of been imposed. Candy Crush. Yeah. Oh god, no. <laughs> um
1: or modern equivalent, I don't know. <laughs> other other Other
0: games are available. Other match three games are available. Is that match three game? Yeah. Yeah. I
1: okay. think so. Something like that. Yeah. Or basically all the match three games are available.
0: All of the match yeah, three there's games. There's an I infinite
1: think. number of match three there games is. on, on, on the, the app stores and you will never ever run out of them. <laughs>
0: you will not so i don't know yeah maybe this rune is about learning the art of patience Mm. and it is about adapting and it is about having resilience yeah and every lovely lovely listener around the virtual campfire across the globe has well had to learn resilience over the last year. Mm. We have had to adapt.
1: Yeah,
0: We have had to adapt on a pretty steep learning curve. Definitely. You know, when that first lockdown was imposed a year ago, things happened incredibly fast. Mm. We knew when I was at work, uh, I, I'd gone into the office and we'd known over the past week that there were some rumblings that they might lock down and they might do this and they might do that. But... Nothing had been made permanent until I walked into the office one Monday morning and my boss came wandering up to my desk and went, what are you doing here? And I was like, working? Mm. What are you doing here? He went, did you not get the message this morning? I couldn't get through to you to say, do not come into the buildings. It's not safe. And I'm like, but it was safe on Friday. (laughs) Why is it not safe now? So I had to disinfect myself. Yeah. I had to do the whole kind of hand gel. I had to clean my desk down with industrial cleaner. I had to pack my computer down. I had to carry all of my paperwork that I was going to need for the foreseeable goodness knows how long Yeah. and bring it out and start setting myself up at home. So the adjustments that we have made over the last year... And you might be sort of sat there thinking, I don't think I've made very many. We've made adjustments to our working lives, to our social lives, to our faith lives, Mm. to our emotional lives, to our romantic lives, to the way we shop, what we eat, what we're adjusting to maybe having kids who are now at home and trying to do schooling from home, to working from home, to being able to not see friends family relations go out on social occasions go out to parties go out clubbing go out to see museums exhibitions theatres nothing
1: <clears throat> and after a whole and after a whole year plus uh, you know we've 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 lost out on a, a a sort of year cycle of the things that mark our
0: yeah our uh, time,
1: our time. So your big
0: summer events, all your music festivals, your camping festivals, anything like that, is gone.
1: The last time we went to the York Viking Festival Mm. would have been would have been twenty twenty, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, because that was yeah because we were starting to get reports uh, on the news from about was it sort of November ish. Yeah, just the odd isolated, isolated ones about how there's this new, this new virus that's cropped up. Yeah, um, but somewhere
0: way over there. It's it over there. Yes. Yeah. It's not going to be. You know, it, it's, it was just like a little interest segment on the news.
1: Yeah, and then it started to take up more and more of the news, and then before you know it, it was.
0: The whole of the news. we been has to, been for a year. Yeah,
1: and we'd been to. Um, We'd actually just... We'd been to York, hadn't we, that February?
0: Yeah, um, we had.
1: And we'd just come back, uh, just sort of settled back into routine. And then we were starting to... Because I, I was getting a similar thing at my at my work. I was... Um, getting the grumblings. We were having to, be, uh, to keep washing our hands every two minutes and mm. disinfect our desks and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then eventually they, they handed us all laptops and said, go home.
0: Yeah. And that was that. So we... All of you lovely listeners around... The virtual campfire have adapted we have had resilience we've had to learn it as a skill and i think isa is resilience in Mm. a way it is the power the determination the drive to find a way to survive Mm. to adapt to have uh, a social network of support to help your resilience but having it in a different way yeah to be able to be optimistic, to be able to, yeah, to adapt to new circumstances. These are all sort of skills that add into how resilient we have become. Mm. And we've had to deal with grief and loss, not only in terms of bereavement, but in terms of what we have lost in terms of time, in terms of skills, in terms of experiences, all of those things, we have grief for Mm. they are a loss to us so isa teaches me about um, yes having that enforced period of waiting or stillness that has to happen and you can't rush it Mm. but it also teaches me resilience and under that resilience it teaches me hope with the knowledge that things can change and I can see out the window. You know, I walked out into 20 degree sunshine when I left work today, which was just <laughs> unreal. And you're back at work. <clears throat> and I'm back in an office. Mm. So there is this little kernel of knowledge that things change, mm. maybe in their proper time, it might be something I can realistically influence or I can work with other people to realistically influence. It might not. Yeah. But there is always a kernel of hope that there is change. Things don't stay like that forever.
1: Ice always melts.
0: Yes. Even the the, the Queen of Narnia has a point where her ice melts. hmm
1: and I'm just, i just
0: changes. Thank you, C.S. Lewis. I'm just remembering
1: the, um, um, I'm just remembering the spiky conversation between Mark Antony, and some of the senators. Was it? Was it? Was it some of the sen- some of the senators? And he was saying that, um, he was saying that uh, Caesar was was at the edge of.
0: No, the Rubicon it
1: was was on the other side of the Rubicon. <laughs> he was he was in the mountains with the thirteenth legion or whatever, and mm. they, was, they were they were they uh, were halted because of the snows. Mm. Um, and uh, he just looked at this senator and said, "You know, spring comes, snow melts," and the senator's like, "Is that a threat?" And Mark Antony's, "No, not at all.
0: Just, I'm just stating a fact. Snows always melt." <laughs> yes. So yeah, Issa yes reminds me that sometimes there are periods of enforced stillness yeah but that there is change inside that stillness there is the potential for change and it's yeah it's been on my mind a lot lately especially with the changes i can see in the very clear changes in season sometimes autumn to winter can be very subtle yeah and winter to early spring can be very subtle, but right now, outside that window, spring is in full kind of trumpeting herald force. Yeah. And I mean the
1: the outside the window that there would be if we were at home and not in the virtual campfire. Yeah. That window. Not in the virtual campfire, in the virtual clearing. The
0: virtual clearing does not have windows. No. No.
1: So we we so we're basically saying, you know, when we say spring out there through the window What we mean is
0: just across the clearing. See how well I recovered that. Exactly. That was very, very good. Thanks. (laughs) It's been a long day. It has. (laughs) They're all long days. I know. It's been a very long day. Oh, dear. (laughs) And with that, lovely listeners, I think we're going to leave you around the virtual campfire just seeing the little glint of the early primroses coming up through the leaves. Having a warm... Having a warm and a hot drink, on a balmy spring evening, mm. with maybe the little sounds of ice on the river in the distance, maybe, maybe, and there'd be probably be stars sparkling above at this point.
1: Could go for that. I suspect. Be kind of nice. Peer through the treetops, obviously. Yeah,
0: you get to see them through the treetops. Yeah, you see, you see them. Yeah, you see them. Yeah. Lovely listeners. If you would like to find us online, you can. It's awesome. <laughs> That's the internet for you. That's the internet for you. So, if you want to find me, my name is Suzanne Martin. I'm on Facebook as Suzanne Martin, or I'm on Twitter at Geetha in Jeans.
1: And if you want to find me for any reason, um, you can't. Um, <laughs> but well, well you kind of can. You, you kind of can, but. It's a little bit more devious and tricksy. What you need to do is, and you can do it anyway because you're always welcome, is come and see us at our Facebook page, which is at facebook.com slash frithcastpod. Um, And uh, if you find that, then you will find a link to Suzanne. And you will also find um, 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 our Essipodes, where we store our previous Essipodes of this nonsense what we do. Um, just getting familiar now. So, yeah, pretty you know. much. Uh, and there is also a link to our Discord server. Yep. Uh, which is where you can find me because that's like the only place I hang out. And <laughs> I would, I we would both be delighted to see you.
0: So come along and join us in the home for the virtual campfire online. Mm-hmm. Come and join us. We dip in every now and again, and other lovely listeners from around the world just get together have a nap and warm their knees and warm their knees have a biscuit <laughs> settle in tell us how your day's been it's all good we would really love it if you would come and join us for episode 104 104 113 it's getting one th- we're getting there we're, we're getting, getting there. very close to 113 we now. are getting, we're getting there. there so with that thought in mind lovely listeners <laughs> thank you very much for joining us for this episode we will talk to you all again next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.